unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. A lot of people talk about tensions in the church, how it seems like one thing is happening but also this other thing and they don't necessarily jive and how do you reconcile justice and mercy? You know, I mean, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, and there's specifics and generalities, but um, I realized there's room to say it's both. It doesn't have to be black and white. Hey, Saints Unscripted family, welcome back. Today we are here with Lindsay. There's a lot of things we're going to learn about her today, I bet. But she has a little podcast she does on the side called Why, I, Why stay. I Stay. Yep. That's so cool. And we're going to ask her about that in a minute, so we can't get ahead of ourselves. But I listened to a few of your episodes. They're great. Thanks. Um, and I was wondering if I could turn the tables on you a little bit um, and ask you rapid fire questions. <laughs> oh, yes. That are, okay. Cool. So. Cool. She always asks these rapid fire questions at the beginning of her episodes to her guests. So I'm just going to pretend I'm her for a second. First one, your full name and your age. I'm Lindsay Lee Clyde, and I am 30 years old. Wonderful. Um, your favorite food? Um, I just had Thai food. Had Thai Guy Todd. It's got like fried chicken on the top and a mm -hmm. sweet and sour dipping sauce. Yeah. That's my favorite food. I love Pad Thai. Um, your current hobby? Uh, the podcast, probably, or Korean dramas on Netflix. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Okay, um, your favorite calling ever? Okay, so I would say probably um, primary president, which it was really a difficult calling in our ward because it was really transient and there was tons of kids and three language units Ooh. in my primary. I've never heard of that. Yeah, wow, Boston. Okay. Really, <laughs> the reason why I loved it was one, I liked working with the kids. I think I love working with kids. And two, I got to be a part of ward council. And so oh, like yeah. I got to be part of the leadership meetings that happen like once a month. Um, and I love talking and hearing myself talk. So sweet. Like, <laughs> That's a good <laughs> Everyone got to listen to me. Yeah. Okay. And then your controversial opinion. Okay. So I hate the office. <laughs> I hate it. I'm sorry. I can't believe this news. That, wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, every family function of all time. Hey, what do you guys want to do tonight? Well, let's watch an office. Oh. And I'm just like, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I never got into it while it was going. And so as everyone's reflecting on their fond memories of the mm. office, I'm just kind of like, yeah. Can't so, relate. Sorry. Okay. All right, you can have that. Sorry. And then your biggest dream. I'm gonna give two. So my first biggest dream is make my podcast something important. My like biggest dream for the Why I Stay podcast is to have the largest collection of testimonies of Jesus Christ ever like recorded, uh -huh. um, which don't count general conference for a church because they're way ahead of me. Uh -huh. But just in terms of like members of the church, everyday members, I wanna collect That's their awesome. testimonies. Um, and then my other biggest dream is uh, to go see lots and lots of places in the world. I love cultures, I love yeah. peoples, I love experiencing new things. So I haven't been many places, but um, I went to Paris for five days and it was a joy. Aww. I cried in front of the Notre Dame and my husband won't let me forget it. So <laughs> it was just nice to be there finally. Okay, that's awesome. Now we can get into talking about your podcast. I have some other okay. questions I don't want to forget. Tell us a little bit about your own conversion story. Maybe is that part of what led you to starting this podcast? So everyone's going to like stop watching this video at this point. 
because I've been a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints all my life. Um, Don't stop watching. <laughs> please. Um, <laughs> this is a really annoying answer, but like I've always known it was true. Like my conversion story starts in the pre-mortal life. I'm pretty sure. And I don't know why and I don't know how. And it's kind of hard to say that to people because I feel like it discredits me sometimes. That like if there's not some kind of Alma experience or a Saul to Paul experience that your testimony doesn't count or like your belief in Jesus Christ isn't as legit uh, because you haven't had some trial of faith. But I'm here to say that it does count. I think my conversion story is not so much about... Um, wondering if the Church of Jesus Christ is true or led by a true prophet. I've always believed that, but my conversion story is being continuously converted to Jesus Christ and growing myself and being a better disciple and learning to love and change and grow in like sometimes painful ways yeah. and, and coming back for more, you know, like getting hit down and asked to sacrifice pieces of myself that I thought were really core to me and who I was and who I was going to be in this life. And to have to say, all right, Lord, I'll give that up for you. And I'll keep going with you on this journey to have you mold me into whatever you mm -hmm. want me to be. And that's my constant conversion. And like we think, oh, converts to the church. But think about the verb. What do you do when you're converting something? Yeah. You're like taking something and changing its purpose or molding it into something mm -hmm. else. And so I'm very growth oriented. And so that's how I view it. So I'm constantly being molded and changing and growing through anchoring myself to Jesus Christ. I love that. That's so good. Okay, so what led you to the podcast? So I was the ward historian, which was not my favorite calling ever. <laughs> ward historian is a real calling. Is that like family history? No, it's actually... The there, history of the ward? There is, a, there is like an archive vault in the church headquarters in Salt Lake, whether it exists digitally or in paper, I have no idea. But we give an accounting of what happens in our ward and in our stakes, and it goes into this vault. Oh. Right? It's kind of cool. <laughs> kind of like weird. secret. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. But I think I think it's just part of the doctrine and covenants about like giving accounting mm -hmm. of like Zion, right? Just recordings. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's not creepy or weird. It's just that as a ward historian, they asked me to just kind of go with whatever I wanted to do. So at first I would just ask the leadership in, in our ward um, or our congregation, what did you learn during the past year? What, you know, what has changed you or whatever, things like that. And then after coronavirus hit, I was, I've been living in Boston for the last seven years and it's very locked down there more so than out West. And mm -hmm. um, we had a very transient ward where people were coming in and out all the time. And nobody knew each other. We had this huge wave of students come in and we were still locked down and not attending in-person meetings. Mm -hmm. And so I thought as ward historian, what can I do to try and bring people together? And I had this idea for a podcast and I, I'd already started a podcast that I had left behind um, before about self-love and I loved it. It was great. Um, but I thought, you know what? I can interview people. I like talking to people. Yeah. I can interview people in the ward. And as the idea grew, I sat down to write the questions and try and figure out the format of how this podcast was going to work. And this is this is probably one of the only times in my life that I've ever felt pure revelation because I lifted my fingers to write on the keyboard and had no idea what questions I was going to write down. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I just started just typing and it was seriously the pure flow. My questions aren't perfect, but yeah. it formed itself and it became why I stay. And I, I, there were so many people, my friends, my family, my loved ones, the people that I really care about who were leaving. And I wanted to give people an opportunity to use a platform to say why they stay. 
because there might actually be other people out there who have your same concerns, have your same questions, Mm -hmm. who are finding a way to stay. And your journey is your journey, right? Like if you need to leave, I'm not going to say, yes, please leave. But if that's your journey, then go ahead. But why not provide people with resources to see you don't have to live the church exactly like person A, B, or C to mm-hmm. stay. Yeah. Actually, there's a lot of different types of people on this political spectrum, on the sexual spectrum that that stay and why. And I think it's just very compelling to me. And so I started interviewing members of my congregation. And it was after it went on for a while that I thought, this, this is important. And I want to give the everyday member of the Church of Jesus Christ an opportunity to express why, why they stay. Wow, that's really cool. Thanks. I love that. I I love that you're talking about how, you know, that this huge this huge spectrum. People can be all different types of people, um, be passionate about all different types of things, and still have like their own core reasons why they decide to stay. Mm-hmm. And when people are going through certain trials of faith or certain struggles or um, certain doubts, that when they can sometimes hear the testimonies of other people who are kind of similar in alignment to them, that that can help a lot. Right. And of course, there are still situations where it's not the path for them, but if they could find the opportunity to hear someone who's like them, that helps them on their path. Like that's pretty cool. Yeah. And just to know that there is someone out there, right? Yeah. So you did, you mentioned at the beginning of your kind of introduction that you haven't really gone through like a super intense trial of faith yourself. But I think that when you're having these conversations, you're definitely going to run into things that really bother other people. Has there ever been any experiences for you where Maybe like learning about a certain element of church history or practices or anything like that, that did then affect you for a little bit. And like, how have you been able to navigate through those things? Yeah. And it's hard to talk about these things without like sounding like you're minimizing other people's experiences. Right. Because it's not, you didn't have it personally. Yeah. So it could be a lot harder for other people. Right. And, and we all come from different backgrounds. We all have different stories and, um, that's what makes it difficult to say but i'll just speak from my own experience so there have been times like things with um blacks and not receiving the priesthood um lgbtq issues um polygamy you know like all these things that actually probably are a little bit irksome to to some people um that I, that have come up in my life and i'll just tell you because a lot of them actually have been sacred experiences um but i'll just tell you what i did mm-hmm. when i faced this if yeah. that's okay like I said earlier, it's just like always anchoring myself back in Jesus Christ. What do these issues and what do these problems teach me about the Lord Jesus Christ? And I've come across this idea of a lot of people talk about tensions in the church, how it seems like one thing is happening, but also this other thing, and they don't necessarily jive. And how do you reconcile justice and mercy? You know, I mean, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's specifics and generalities, but um, I realized there's room to say it's both. It doesn't have to be black and white. There's room to step back and just say it can be both of these things. Uh, God can love every child individually and personally, and Jesus Christ suffered for them all. And also expect us to live up to our covenants or to go on the light that we have. and, and, he, and he loves us and he forgives us when we mess up, but he wants us to do better and he's helping us to do better. Like, it's not God is almighty and says, do what I need you to do or else. And uh-huh. it's not, I love you. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It's it's, it's both, both at the same time. It is. Like the tension is actually important. Yeah. And like kind of essential. Even exactly. For our growth, right? Yeah. And if you think about it like a tightrope, right? If you had a tightrope and one side wasn't 
tack down hard enough, how are you supposed to cross this rope and get to the other side? It's it's your these anchors and these two seemingly oppositional things are what keeps us walking forward and safer than if there was a bunch of slack or that one side was completely demolished. Hmm. And and I just love the challenge and the growth that comes from trying to figure those things out. And see, I know God loves his children. I know that. So how does this fit? And sometimes people get caught up in like, I don't know how it fits. And I'm really mad about this. And so if, if we can learn to kind of breathe and take a step back, or at least as I've done that, that's helped me navigate these things. And I come up with images in my head and things like the tightrope to help me get through. So for example, I've been thinking about this image and it's probably not my own, but I don't know who else has said it, but <laughs> like the church of Jesus Christ as an organization is like a boat or a vessel. And um, God wants us to get from one point to another. And throughout history and in the Bible, we can see that the vessel has changed. Like the vessel itself has changed in shape and form. And maybe in Noah's time, it looked like an ark. And in the brother of Jared's time, it looked like, a, you know, <laughs> tight <laughs> onto the dish thing, yeah. <laughs> right? And today I kind of imagine our ship looking like a cool pirate ship with like tons of sails and stuff and the point is that god changes the organizational church to get us in our day whoever's day we are in from point a to point b and that's from not knowing much and being our raw unconverted selves mm -hmm. to the con the converted self we're supposed to be and through covenants and through letting the prophet of our church lead us through you know, sometimes it's choppy waters and sometimes maybe he turns in a weird direction and we don't really know what's going on. But as long as we stay in the ship, we're going to get there. It might be a really, really difficult journey and maybe some people are more seasick. I think I'm going to be seasick. Here, try one of these. What are they? Rainbow drops. Or have more struggles than others, right? I don't know. I love these types of things. And as, as I keep going back to the scriptures and as I keep anchoring myself in Jesus Christ and the covenants that I've made, I realized that these things can be figured out. And if not, I can realize I don't know everything and I don't need to know everything. That's a really cool visual. Thanks. I love that. I was also going to ask, what do you do then when you don't, when you can't find an answer, when you yeah. can't say like, why is this exactly, what's this say? What's this mean about my relationship with Christ? But you answered that as well. You're really good at speaking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if you'll let me, I have a really cool experience that happened yes, to me sure. today. And I think today, today, oh, this, okay. this, this morning, I was on the campus of Brigham Young University, just getting little blurbs from people. I said, Hey, are you a member of the church of Jesus Christ? Are you willing to tell me why you stay? And I'm going to try and like piece them together to either make the intro of my podcast or whatever. Aww. And I was about to leave. I was going to meet uh, my cousin for lunch. And so I was walking off campus and I prayed to, to God to say, if there's anybody else that you want me to speak to today, let me know um, and help me to know who they are. And I was getting, going off campus and I saw this girl walking past me and she was just glowing. She had, everyone talks about, oh, you have a light about you. She was glowing. And I thought, that's her. And so I like whip out my phone to record. And I said, are you a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? And she said, I am. And I said, do you have a second? She's like, sure, walk with me. So I turn and walk wherever she's going. She's like, I have a meeting. And I said, okay, so I have a podcast. This is what it is. Are you willing to, to say why you stay? And she actually said, I'm actually on my way out of the church. And so I'm probably not the best person to ask this question to. And I just said, 
oh, and I like gave her this like side hug. And I, I said, well, if you're on your way out, you know, like, how about you tell me why you're staying anyway? And she said, well, I'm just trying to figure things out and I need to graduate. And I just was like, oh, and I had told her, I was like, hey, you have this light about you before I even got to this point. You have this light about you. Can I talk to you for a second? And as I was talking to her and as I was walking with her to her meeting, she started talking about her experience and how she had been converted at 18 and she's not mad that she's leaving but it's just not something she wants a part of her life and obviously like inside my heart like i'm just a helper helper bee and i just want to like get into everybody's business and say stay 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 and just walking with her and listening to her was so impactful to me and more than that and i'm like getting emotional about this but we always say like, oh, if you're a member of the church, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints have a light about them and people can tell. Here was this girl who's leaving the church and leaving what she thought to be true at one time. And out of all of the people I have interviewed today, she glowed the brightest. And that just like blew my mind. It was so impactful to me. And I realized God is with her. God is with us wherever we are on our covenant path, if we want to call it that, wherever we are in any stage or journey in our life. He is walking with us. And we need to be willing to also walk with those who are taking paths that hurt our feelings or make us feel uncomfortable. Um, We just don't understand. And we don't understand. And it's hard and it's kind of weird sometimes. And maybe we say the wrong things. But no matter where you're at on your journey, Christ is with you. The light of Christ is in you. And even if you're not living exactly how other people live their lives, like God's love transcendeth all, you know? And so I just wanted to share that. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. Honestly, thank you so much for being here, for sharing why you stay. Is there any way that they, our audience can reach you or find you where where so, they find you? Yeah, I'm not on uh, podcast players yet because I don't want to pay for podcast hosting <laughs> yet. <laughs> so I'm on YouTube. So if you look up Why I Stay Podcast, there's a picture of me uh, there. And you can listen to the testimonies of everyday members, everyday disciples um, and their faith. And honestly, I'm looking for more people to come on. Like, I just want to interview as many people as possible. So if anybody wants to email me and share their testimony and be on the podcast, I'd love that. And you can just uh, Gmail me at whyistaypodcast at gmail.com. Okay, and we'll put that in the description for sure. Thanks. And then if you have any other questions you want to ask her, like, immediately, you can comment them, anything else. But thank you so much, Lindsay, for being here. Yeah, of um, course. And thank you guys for watching. See you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.